0: Hello, listeners. Welcome to Street Wisdom. I am Priya Sachdev, your host and the guest on today's podcast. Street Wisdom is a small step in the direction of wanting to make wisdom applicable where rubber meets the road. So here I am nudging you along. So tell me, are we headed into a recession? Actually, if you analyze it, we Uh, had this roller coaster for a while now, right? We started with calling it correction because maybe recession is a bad R word that no one likes to hear. But despite and in spite of what happens to the financial markets, one thing that constantly keeps getting targets to chase is the sales function with strong headwinds. The only thing you need to develop is a strong head and even a stronger heart. Right. Um, So, one thing for sure has become important in sales and customer engagement today is empathy. And I'm not saying it wasn't important before, it has always been important. But now, in this volatile market where all of us have been going through this roller coaster together or at least simultaneously, Uh, empathy is becoming even more important than before. So then how do you sell in this market then, right? And this is where this question has been at the back of my mind, and I don't have a silver bullet yet, but a concept that I read about and I've been dwelling on it for a while is called the nudge theory, Now, you may have already heard about this before. It's not a new concept. It's been written about for a while now. Um, However, I just think it's very important for us to be cognizant to it today. So, nudge theory is mainly concerned with the design of choices, which influences the decisions we make. So, nudge theory uh, proposes that the designing of choices should be based on how people actually think and decide, which is instinctively and rather irrationally, rather than how leaders and authorities traditionally and typically incorrectly would believe people make decisions, which is logically and rationally, which is why we need people to sell and bots can't do that. (laughs) Anyways, back to the nice theory. (laughs) nudge theory was named and popularized by a book in 2008 called nudge improving decisions about health wealth and happiness written by american academics richard h thaler and cass r sunstein i hope i did say their names right but nudge theory is really based on indirect encouragement and enablement so it's like nudging someone in a direction, right? Um, So some usual examples you'd catch yourself using are like uh, if you were to tell the child to clean their room, instead of telling them as an instruction or a disciplinary action, you could play a game called room tiding with the child, right? Uh, Or like putting up signs of saying no littering or warning of fines, you just improve the availability and visibility of litter bins. It usually works, maybe not in India as much, but in most places it does. Or um, one of my favorite examples is, you know, while everybody's talking about being fitter and joining a gym, uh, you look at a lot of offices and even a lot of our airports, which prompt you to use the stairs. And they even write down the calorie count uh, in terms of how many calories would you burn if you use the stairs. That's a great example of a nudge tactic, right? Or um, even about, you know, I take go on to these calorie deficit diets very often where we are counting calories. But one thing people also recommend is use a smaller plate for your food. It just, is kind of tricking your mind that you had a plate full of food, right? And that's a great example of a nudge uh, tactic again. So, in a risk aversive market um, like the ones we are in today, this theory works well in sales. Um, so, instead of doing a hard sell, what if you could nudge your customer in the direction of the decision? Um, I can think of a funny story, a couple of years ago selling a sales effectiveness project in India uh, and the client wanted to hire an international facilitator for that project. And while we shared some profiles with them, we also shared profiles of Indian facilitators with global experience, which technically is international facilitators. Um, However, uh, the customer uh, had some kind of uh, concerns with those profiles and kept insisting that they wanted international facilitators. So for my next meeting with the client, in those good old days where we used to still have in-person meetings, I went for a meeting with the client wearing a wig and uh, no offense here to any specific profiles or typecasting, but I was just trying to give myself an international look. And those were the days when I still had black hair, by the way. Um, So he looked at me and he said, "Uh, what is this? (laughs) And we both laughed about it. And I said, listen, this is my effort to look like an international facilitator. Um, Long story short, I did get the contract and I did deliver the training session as the international facilitator without the wig though Uh, but now I'm not asking you to be as dramatic as that example but it's just a good way to nudge customers in the direction of the buying decision when I did ask him for feedback later um, to say why did you buy from us and this is one of my favorite questions. Every time a customer has bought from me, I like to ask them this question. And maybe we'll use this as a topic of a podcast another time. But anyways, back to the nudge. He did say that I like the effort you put in to wanting to win the deal. So nudge theory works in influencing situations, which means it's not only sales, it works in job interviews, it works in account management, it even works in channel management, where you're trying to influence your partners uh, to work with you and align with your business objectives. You know, um, in Mumbai, there is a f- famous flea market, it's called the Fashion Street. And um, great examples of sales there and I often do share that as an example but I have seen the sellers and the shopkeepers there use the nudge tactics really well. So uh, sometimes their nudge can be like an aggressive push <laughs> but uh it still is a nudge tactic. So you know if you're strolling by the market first they invite you to come and look at their wares. And when you start to look at them and if you find something that's interesting and you ask them the pricing, you may negotiate and haggle with them a little. Um, if you buy, that's fine. But if you don't and you start to walk away, they will typically have a snide comment behind your back, which says you didn't even have the money to buy it. And um The reaction to that is just to prove that seller or the shopkeeper wrong, you walk into the next door shop and you buy something. They use this as a very aggressive, but a nudge tactic, right? Uh, Because remember they are all the same community and maybe sometimes even family and they have shops next to each other. So even if you didn't buy something from one shop, you did go and buy it from the other one. Um, and ex- Another example of the, how you can use nudge theory, but I do want to use this opportunity to call out here to say, remember, there is a fine line between the nudge to moving it to manipulation. When I am talking about this, I'm talking about that soft nudge, okay? And um, some examples, though you didn't call them nudge examples, I'm sure you've used in your sales uh, conversations with your clients, could be like having a discussion on payment terms and finding ways to create uh, in, you know, least impact on the cash flow by making the outflow a part of the operational expenses or agreeing to do a proof of concept before they actually make a commitment on a signed contract are some of the nudge tactics right um and like i said nudge theory works well in parenting as well right uh instead of uh trying to disciplining your kids with a with a hard stick uh you could use the nudge theory there as well, trying to nudge them in the direction that you would want them to be in. So for example, you want your child to study uh, instead of forcing them to sit down and study and be miserable with it, which sometimes they believe they are. um, You could create like a study date with friends and that's a great tactic that could work, right? Um, So, I'm sure you're now thinking that if nudge theory is so powerful and so many examples of that all around us, why don't sellers use it more often? Um, So, you know, just a small thing to remember there is to nudge effectively, you need to know the world of your audience. So their business environment, uh, what's important for them, because you can't be nudging them in a direction without really understanding what's important to them, right? It's like understanding their personal wins. And this is the difference between nudging to manipulation, right? You're not taking them in the direction you want them to go. You're taking them in a direction which makes them make the buying decision. And it requires a high level of empathy to understand what would work. Um, I often say this in my workshops that people make emotional decisions and hide it behind logic. And here, what we are doing is trying to appeal to that emotion. So we are nudging our audience, customer, interviewer, child, whoever is the audience at that emotional level. Um, Remember, nudge theory is persuasion at an expert level. You need to get to know your customer well before you could use these tactics in your sales conversations with them. Um, Also, sales is about creating and focusing on the experience of sales, right? In fact, in a market where our products and services are not differentiators anymore, the only thing that differentiates us as sellers is the experience we can create. And in fact, the only thing we can control is also the experience we can create. Uh, Because will the customer buy or not is the outcome. And the only thing that I can do to the outcome is to influence it through the experience I create. So let's stay focused on our circle of control and keep nudging the customer into decision-making with high empathy, right? And also the fact that if you're seeing this video on my LinkedIn profile today, I am nudging you in the direction of going and signing up and subscribing to my podcast. So please do do that if you like how this sounds. And I will see you again on the next session. Ciao.